Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Black Quintessence, the first episode of the new year. Yeah. Hopefully, you guys had a great New Year's. I did not go out. I actually ended up falling asleep before the ball even dropped. I passed out before um, midnight. Sorry. Um, I always tell people, like, New Year's isn't really one of those holidays I really care for because it's just kind of like, eh. I mean, I know it's supposed to be a significance behind it being like, you know, you're you're grateful to be alive, you're in the new year, blah, 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 and I get it, I do feel that way, but I just never really care to do anything, and I never really have any plans either, so that's why I'm always telling people, like, I'm really not a big fan of New Year's, but anywho, you know, blessed to see another new year, a new decade for 2020, so, you know, for those that we've lost, rest their souls, for those that have made it, be blessed and grateful to have made it another year. Let's go ahead and get into our hot topics, current events. Uh, first, I'm going to go ahead and discuss the baby being arrested for a robbery, and I guess you can say an assault case. Yes. So, um, for you guys that have heard, I'm pretty sure a lot of you've heard, uh, but the the baby appeared in court on Friday and is being held without bond because of an incident that took place where he got into an argument with a promoter who I guess gypped him on some money um, and assaulted him, robbed him of $80 and his credit card, and then doused him with apple juice. Um, there's video as well. You can find it online. Um, yeah, so it happened in the Dallas-Fort Worth airport. When it was him and a friend who attacked the employee, attacked the attacked the employee, who I guess the promoter worked at a food stand. Mm. Um, the video only showed the final moments from what I uh, read of the report. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't watch it, didn't really care to, but um, he was arrested, um, and he was set on bond of fifteen hundred dollars. Um, sources have told uh, TMZ. That, like I said, he was robbed. Uh, the victim in the alleged robbery is a concert promoter. That he was meeting up with the debate. He was meeting with the baby and his crew to pay for the gig, and the rapper believed the promoter had shortened him by several thousands of dollars. And then, as quote, things just went out of control. Um, so yeah, and he's reported still in jail. Um, one thing that was also in the reports was that the baby told his lawyer to get his stash of money out of the hotel, uh, $250,000. I don't know why you would have that stash. I mean, I ain't gonna say I don't know why you have that stash in a hotel because you're staying in the hotel. So, I don't know, it just seems like a lot of money to have on you at one time. But I'm not these celebrities. These celebrities do things. Um, not surprised by this from the baby though, because the baby has been in a lot of altercations in most of his career. Now, I've never really paid attention to the baby. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's nothing negative why I don't, or there's no negative reason why I choose not to. I mean, I did like the song Suge, but I never really paid attention to a lot of his other music. I think I might have heard some other stuff by him where I was like, okay, you know, gave a head bop. But I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a baby fan, but that's not because of, like I said, any negative reason. i just not really that big of a fan. Cute guy, but in all the other stuff. But he just seems to get involved in a lot of altercations. Because I know I posted on one of my episodes last June where he got into that incident inside that jewelry store where he fought the guy. And then I know there's been hella reports about his bodyguard getting into altercations with fans and things like that. So, 
I don't know. Roughneck nigga shit because we'll see what happens. I think, like I said, the report said, like I said, he's still in jail. Didn't reach his bond. I'm pretty sure he's going to get bailed out. If he isn't already, he's going to get bailed out. I mean, he probably has. If you got money like that stashed away, you're, you're probably going to find a way to get bailed out. But we'll see what happens and see where this goes because you've assaulted people and it's on camera. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. We'll see what happens with the baby. Um, in other news, ugh, people get on my nerves. There's a journalist, two journalists from Vanity Fair, a journalist from Vanity Fair and a journalist from Harper's Magazine have come under fire for, I don't know why they keep doing this, for criticizing Blue Ivy, Beyonce and Jay-Z's oldest child, of her appearance. I, I'm going to get into all of that and give... But let me go ahead and finish the story. So after a picture posted a, a New Year's Eve with Beyonce, Blue Ivy, and Meg the Stallion, Megan the Stallion, uh, I think Megan the Stallion posted it on her Instagram. Um, the Vanity Fair critic named Kay Austin Collins wrote in a tweet, "Quote: I have a feeling that Jay Z face. I have a feeling the Jay Z face jeans are about to really hit Blue Ivy, and I feel sorry for her." And then the Violet Violet Lusa or Luca, a web editor from Harper's, replied, quote, or she'll just get plastic surgery at 16, a la Kylie Jenner, and we'll all have to pretend that she always looked that way. I can't allow myself to feel sorry for the incredibly rich. <sighs> I don't understand why, one, people feel the need to criticize people's children. Children should be off limits under any circumstance especially judging the physical appearance of a fucking child like that's just disgusting in itself i don't know what the fuck people think and then like and even though not even though i don't understand why people feel like i said just because these are celebrity children like that means they're off limits that that doesn't mean shit they're still children they're not celebrities and even if they were celebrities themselves you do not attack a child's appearance you shouldn't be attacking any human being's appearance but they love attacking children's appearance and let's keep it a hundred percent real i've always noticed that critics always attack famous children whose parents are fully black they always attack those children's appearance more than they attack white kids appearance white you know, Mexican kids' appearance, um, excuse me, Latin kids' appearance, like Latin celebrities' kids' appearance, mixed kids, mixed celebrity kids' appearance. Like, they never say anything. And I'm not saying that you're supposed to be saying this. Let me put that disclaimer out there. I'm not saying that they should. What I'm saying is that it's always fully black children's physical appearance that critics are always attacking with these celebrities. Like, they have always been saying something negative about this child since the dawn of man. It's always something about her hair, something about how she's going to look like her father, something about how her nose. It's always something, and it's fucking ridiculous. Because like I said, aside from regardless if she's famous or not or has famous parents, that is still a child. But I, like I said, it's it, to me, it could be deeper than just the fact that she's a child. Because like I said, going to the black thing, it's always people are always attacking black children's appearance. And it's it's disgusting. Um... Of course, the tweets went viral. It wasn't. It's, it's not gonna happen. Um, and then uh, Collins had tweeted, "Quote: I'm sorry about the Blue Ivy tweet. Bad joke. And black girls in particular deserve better." 
uh, no, you're right. Somebody uh, responded to him and said something to him. And then he uh, said, quote, no, you're right. Poor form on my end. Thanks for call. Thanks all for calling it out. Uh, then the woman, Luca, she replied, uh, uh, sorry, I was cleaning my apartment while this blew up. Children of famous ought to be off limits, but time and again, they haven't been. So I said something petty and we have been and have been called ugly, old and a racist. I'm not playing the victim. Sorry that I insulted Beyonce's daughter by suggesting that she might get plastic surgery someday like many children of famous people do. And that too as well. Like, why would you even imply that she would get plastic surgery like she needs to get plastic surgery like that was tacky on her end as well like what the fuck is wrong with you people i do not like i said before blue ivy is one of the only children and like i said before disclaimer no children all children should be off limits no children should be criticized for their physical appearance but blue ivy is always under fire for her fucking physical appearance and it's ridiculous. And I know I've read tweets and seen posts that people criticizing her. And a lot of people have felt like it is usually predominantly like black males who comment on her uh, physical features. Um, now, I know with this post, I'm pretty sure both of these people are white. I'm just assuming I'm pretty sure. Uh, I could be wrong. But um, I don't see too many black people working at Vanity Fair. It's real shit. But anyways. But. Whatever the, like I said, this shit's ridiculous. You shouldn't have had to uh, make a apology tweet because it shouldn't have been said in the first fucking place. Like, y'all need to get that shit together. That shit's not a good look. Um, in other news, Frank Ocean will be headlining Coachella. So, that's a good thing. Like, um, the stories report that uh, Frank Ocean, Rage Against the Machine, and Travis Scott are all headliners for the 2020 Coachella, which will be uh, taking place April 10th through the 12th, and then again April 17th through the 19th at the Empire Polo Club in Indio, California. I have no idea where the hell Indio is, <laughs> but that's a great thing. Um, it's also, from my understanding, with Frank Ocean, the he'll be the first queer person let alone queer person of color to be headlining Coachella. So that's a big thing. Um, so that's history making. It says, um, uh, sorry, blanked out. <laughs> um, not only is it that he's uh, headlining it, like I said, he's an LGBTQ plus person, community, blah, blah, blah. But it's a big deal because Frank Ocean at one point had vocally, um, expressed that he was kind of done with public performances like he wasn't going to be doing um live shows so a lot of fans are excited about that um this is a good thing there's other queer acts involved in the show too little Nas x pablo vitar or Peck. i'm not gonna lie i don't know who most of these people are besides clearly little Nas x i'm not gonna just sit here in front but there's other acts aside you know, added to it, you have like Lana Del Rey, uh, Megan Thee Stallion, 21 Savage, like I said before, Lil Nas X, City Girls, Big Sean. There's a lot going on. So, and Coachella, as we know, is one of those big uh, 
big events, a lot of shit going on, a lot of pretty sure sex drugs partying. So this is a good thing for Frank Ocean. You know, he's kind of putting himself back into the media slowly but surely. And even I say at his own pace and on his own terms, which is great because a lot of people have been really, really wanting Frank Ocean to come back out there. I know he put Blonde out, with, I think it was last year, the year before last, and a lot of people were, were, like, really excited for that. So, you know, this is a great thing. And then, like I said, it's a big thing for an LGBTQ person to be headlining a Coachella event. I did read somewhere that they said, though, people, I don't say people are skeptical, but Coachella has been known to be anti you know, LGBTQ plus P, um, you know, anti-LGBTQ, yeah, sorry, <laughs> anti-LGBTQ plus, they've been pro-gun and anti-abortion. So this is an interesting term for them to go ahead and have a queer person headlining their event. Maybe they've had a change of heart. Maybe they want those gay dollars. I don't know, but, you know, we'll take the victory. Um so, yeah, and then they have other queer people, too, like I mentioned before. So, and then Little Nas X, so I'm happy for him. There's another queer black person doing their thing. So, this should be an exciting event. I've always, like I said, I don't know, after, but I think for me, at least in my opinion, I think after Beyonce did it, I'll say I feel like it could have, that probably brought more black people towards Coachella because honestly before Beyonce did it I never really heard what the hell yeah I at least never heard of Coachella I knew what the hell Coachella was so I'm pretty I know it's been around for a long time but like I said I'm just saying for me personally I statements I never really heard much about Coachella especially from black people um so I feel like this also could bring more black people in it could you know do a lot but congratulations Frank Ocean and everyone involved and that is going to be it for my hot topics. So, like I told you guys in my last episode, I'm going to try to give you guys different content, you know, as much as I can per episode. So, this um, episode, I'm not going to have a topic of discussion, but I'm going to give you guys a story. Story time. <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys about a time in my life. And I'm going to technically start with the time in my life. I wouldn't say it was about 2012 when I used to work at Walgreens and I was robbed <laughs> twice. Yes. Um, I myself, technically, I wasn't robbed. I was robbed at work, meaning they wanted money from the job. Um, the first time it happened, it's crazy that I have two stories. I was at the register like I always was and... It's pretty slow. It's like I always did the uh, closing shift, which I fucking hate. Always hate it and still hate doing closing shifts when I work at jobs. But anyways, um, up there, it's pretty slow. No one's up there. Everyone's, you know, at other places. You know, everybody else is on the floor doing their thing. There's no real customers there. So I'm kind of chilling. Guy walks up to the register and he's like, <laughs> this isn't funny. He was like, I couldn't see his face. He had his face covering, and he walked up. He was like, put all the money in the bag before I blow your fucking head off your shoulders. <laughs> like, that's not funny, but that shit was so, it was, of course, scary as hell in the front, but that shit was so funny at the moment. I mean, after the fact, where you, you really going to blow your motherfucking head smooth off your shoulders. So, of course, I did what he said and, you know, took the money out, put the money in the bag. You know, I kind of, I kept my composure. I stayed calm. I I was scared, but I wasn't like, horrified like I wasn't like frightened to the point of like losing composure 
um, open up the register, put the gave him the money. Then he would like walk to the other side and take the money out the other register. So as I'm doing that, a customer happens to walk up and I could see in their face that they were kind of like, what's going on? What are you doing? And so I had to play cool. I didn't want to be fidgety. I didn't want to get them involved. I didn't want to like alert them and make them react or, you know, get them involved and try to keep them safe too. So I walked over to the other register, um, pulled the money out that cash register, gave them the money. And then they ran out the store. Then, of course, I called for the manager, told the manager what happened. The police called the police, yada, yada, yada. Uh, then there was another time, a couple of months, probably closer to that one. That incident was probably closer to the beginning of the year, like beginning, middle of the year. This next incident was quite close to the end of the year. And this is what honestly made me quit, aside from the fact that I was tired of working there and was ready to go. Uh, this is what made me quit. Uh, there was a time, like I said, I always closed. And I think there was three or four of us closing that night. Me, maybe two other of my coworkers, and the manager. And um, close the store down normally. Walk out this door. Uh, as we're walking out the door, these three guys like kind of bum rush us with guns. And they're like, get back in the store, get back in the store, get back in the store. And they were like, oh, shit. Like I said, they had their face covered. They had, like, a mask over their mouth, kind of like bandanas over their mouth. Very old Western-y. And we, we, walk, we walked back in the store. Like, everybody get on the floor. Everybody get on the floor. Face down, face down. I'm like, oh, shit. Here we go again. Everyone gets on the floor, face down. They tried to tie, they were try, uh, attempting to tie us all up with, I forget what those things are, like the Ziploc things that's kind of like can't be reopened back up. Like you had to cut them off or whatever the case might be. And um, I don't know how many of you have seen me, but you know, I'm kind of broad shoulders, broad arms, whatever the case might be. So when they tried to tie me up, like I said, they had us face down. They wanted to tie our arms behind our back. And they were like, this motherfucker's arms are too big. All my mind went to was that episode of American Dad when Roger was up against the door and he was like, they were like, they must put a fridge against the door and hit, this is a ch- this this is a sign and that's all it was for me like oh this motherfucker's arms are too big Ugh, this is a sign <sighs> but anywho so then because I guess since they figured they couldn't tie my arms behind they were like. Who's the manager? And my manager at the time was like, I am. They were like, well, get your ass up, and you're going to take us to the safe. And then they picked me up and was like, and you're going to come with us, and you're going to put the money in the bag. I guess they figured since they couldn't leave me their arms untied, they, you got to, we need to keep an eye on you. Anywho, so then go back there, me, the manager, the two or three guys, I forget how many it was, I'll go into the back office. He opens up the safe. I put the money in the bag. Um... Then they go back and they pull the, you know, uh, lay back on the ground, count to 100 before you get up. You know, stereotypical shit that you would think a robber would tell you to do after they just robbed you. Um, Then they leave with all the police getting involved, all this other shit. For me, the next day, go to work. My manager doesn't say a thing to me, doesn't ask. I think she asked me, like, how I'm doing, but it was clearly not sincere like it was just like a standard hey how are you I'm, I'm i'm okay not really but i just went you know trying to play it and it was just like okay and she walked away i'm just like 
bitch. Like, you're not going to, like, I'm not going to say you need to baby me, but you really just was like, are you okay? Yeah. Okay. And then walked away. Bitch, I just was robbed last night in your raggedy-ass establishment, bitch, and you're really just going to walk away? Oh, heartless whore. But anyways, I it it was wild because then, I'm going to keep it real. I, I had to be like, I'm going through a lot because that was traumatic. I've already been robbed twice. Because I'm like, you niggas going to give me some time off for being robbed. Like, y'all got the fucking nerves. I've then been robbed twice for y'all little funky-ass establishment. Y'all not even give a nigga some time to recuperate? Nah, that's not how this goes. <sighs> fun times. Fun times at Walgreens. Yay. Thank you, Walgreens, for all the great memories. I could really have stories. But... That's it for story time. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, I love you guys so much. Thank you guys for listening to me. Like I said, I want, told you guys this year I was going to come back with new content. I will still have topic of discussions, but like I said, I want to switch it up. So let you guys let me know how you feel. Let me guys know what you think about story time. Do you guys like that? Is that something you want to hear more of as the time go on? Um, always hit me up blackquintessence at yahoo.com you can also hit me up or find me on twitter instagram facebook follow like please i really enjoy it i love hearing back from you guys that's why i always tell you guys to hit me up whether it's through my email or through social media let you let me know what you guys think how you feel what you want to hear how you know feel about the content i love hearing back from you guys um i hope you guys have a great weekend and i will see you guys next week bye